I don't need to tell you, but man, it has just been a hot week. I stopped showering. Yeah, I agree. Wait, what? Yeah, I would shower, then step outside and immediately get sweaty again. So it seemed like it was kind of pointless. I mean, we do need to be conserving water. Oh. Welcome, everybody, and happy Finally Friday. It is Friday, August 11th. Thanks for joining us for the Pinpoint Podcast. I'm Max Crawford, along with Shell Winkley. And jumping in the pool does, in fact, count as bathing because the pool's got chlorine in it. Shell? So Noah officially updated their hurricane season forecast yesterday, and they are now calling for a 60% chance that we have a above-average season. Why is this a big deal? Well, when they first came out with their forecast as the season was about to begin, the agency only gave it a 30% chance to see an above average season than what we at least expect compared to the past 30 years of hurricane seasons. So why the change? Well, one, it has been kind of a slow to generally typical start to hurricane season. So far, we're up to the letter D. We had Don that kind of swirled around the northern Atlantic for a long time, and then we've been pretty quiet. In fact, the National Hurricane Center says we have seven days where there's not anything of interest as of this point. So again, what's changed? Well, as we get into the back half of the season, first of all, August and September usually bring us some of our biggest hurricanes as we get tropical waves that march their way either from Africa or off other weather systems off the U.S. coastline. But originally, when the season started, we knew that the tropical waters were warm. And not just warm, but abnormally warm. In fact, the Gulf of Mexico right now, sea surface temperatures are running 88 to 90 degrees. And that's just at the surface. That water below is also exceptionally warm as well. So that was always, uh, yeah, that could make the season more active than normal. But we had El Nino developing in the equatorial Pacific. And in an El Nino season, it creates more upper-level winds, wind shear, if you will, which usually batters at tropical systems and makes it harder for them to develop. Well, here's the deal. Noah now says that those El Nino impacts are kind of slower to start than originally expected. So as of now, we'll probably make it through August without any major issues, but in the month of September... I think that's the time to start watching, and we could even see tropical activity last a little longer than usual as we head towards the fall months. U.S. Drought Monitor with another update yesterday, and it's not fantastic news for the Brazos Valley and the state of Texas. As of yesterday, the entire Brazos Valley is considered in at least some form of drought. That starts with D1, goes all the way up to D4 in severity. Most of us in that D1 or moderate drought category, but a couple areas on the west side and on the east side of the Brazos Valley now considered in the D2 or severe drought. This probably doesn't come as a huge surprise just seeing how everything is so crunchy and brown out there. And unfortunately, we are expecting things to worsen a little bit before they potentially get better. We are stepping into an El Nino fall and winter, so the overall thought is eventually we're going to see this improve. But in the short term, at least over the next 7 to 10 days or so, we're not expecting much in terms of improvement. Okay, so here's what's wild about the drought situation we have right now. It's time for Statistics with Shell. When you compare it to the summers of the hottest temperatures ever expected, it's really not that bad. In 2011, we had exceptional drought across the entire state of Texas, pretty much. The worst kind of drought. 2011 is still the worst drought of record. It also became 
one of the hottest summers ever of record, and I say one of because last year tied it to be the hottest summer of record. And last year, by this point, the drought was pretty bad. It was about a three out of four on the criteria scale, but it was better than 2011. So we literally started this year with greener pastures when we came out of the spring. Here's where we are today. The hottest summer ever of record, again, 2011 and 2022, the average temperature, highs and lows considered, came out to be 88.7 degrees for June, July, and August. As of yesterday, 10 days into August, the average temperature so far this summer, 88.8 degrees. Again, hottest summer of record, 88.7 right now. And we still have 21 days to go, 88.8. And you probably may be scoffing and saying, but we have 21 days to go. Anything could change. Well, let me give you this. Our 10-day forecast, if it plays out exactly as we see it, and we don't have a reason to believe that it's going to stray much from where we have it currently, you take that 10-day forecast, you put it into the average, now the average temperature this summer comes up to 89.5 degrees with 11 days to go in the month. I think it is safe to say that we are on pace and likely experiencing the hottest summer ever experienced in Bryan College Station and the Brazos Valley's history. With that said, let's talk about the weekend, right? Remember, it is in fact Friday. Don't let Shell bring you down. Uh, Saturday and Sunday, though, looking for highs right around 106. Friday may be just a touch warmer, just a touch more breezy. We will still have a pretty healthy breeze each afternoon, Saturday and Sunday. And I've been telling you this all summer, probably the best time to be outside right around sunset where there's still a little bit of a breeze. Temperature, heat index pretty close together. We're talking the driest heat of the day. Find a spot out on the back porch, get a cold drink, and hang out outside if you choose to be outside at all this weekend. If you don't, I don't blame you. Plenty of sunshine going right on into early next week. Still some signals that a couple showers and storms will spark up across North Texas early next week. I still think all of those are going to stay outdoor north, but we'll watch that for early next week. And then around the 20th and beyond of August, we may start to see some isolated to scattered rain chances develop. We'll keep you posted on that as we get a little bit closer. Well, I think that's going to wrap it up for this edition of the Pinpoint Podcast. Really appreciate you making us a part of your day yet again and putting up with Shell's statistics. Have a fantastic weekend, get some rest, and we'll see you on Monday for the next edition of the Pinpoint Podcast.